All right, let's talk about freeing up every part of our body. Many people work twice as hard as they need to when they speak by neglecting certain muscles and overusing others to compensate. Every part of your body is involved in the speaking well and the more mobile you are, the better coordinated the process and the better you sound. The first step to free yourself up for speaking is to check for tension in each part of your body and then release the tightness. Now let's talk about some of the ways in which we can do that. There are some exercises which can help you to free up the whole body by not straining it. Take it easy as you follow the instructions and keep the word relax in forefront of your mind. Even the smallest movement is fine if you make it with an awareness of what you're doing. Do only what is comfortable. Let's start with the spine. Your spine is the structural foundation of your body and supports your frame. Your spine is essential to your breathing. It supports your voice. It even carries the nervous system, so the state of your spine affects how you feel and think. You may have been taught from a young age that a strong spine is ramrod straight and unbending. Not so. A strong spine is actually mobile and flexible. Gently explore your spine's range of motion, sitting, standing, lying on the back. Tenderly stretch your spine in all directions, sideways, in rotation, forwards, backwards, rolling motion like crawling caterpillar. Any small fluid movement is good. Feel the spine stiffness loosen. Then comes the shoulders. Your shoulders are often one of the first places you notice the signs of tension. The tight shoulders have an instant negative effect on your voice. Take your time to release them. Start with your hands, arms, move your attention to your shoulders. Shake your hands by your sides for a few movements. Make the movement smaller but not slower. Raise your shoulders high while breathing in. Go out while breathing out. Make two or three big circles with your right arm, then your left arm. Feel the weight of each arm coming down with every downward movement. Swing your arms in circles and this time involve your shoulders more. Wiggle your shoulders all over the place in every direction. Raise your right hand in front of you as you are holding it like a small gift. Shoulder tension inhibits your breathing, tightens your voice. Watch out for the signs, especially when you have sat at your computer for a while or had a stressful day. Give your shoulders a friendly wiggle every now and then. One of the most neglected part of the body which no one gives a damn about is the ribcage. You may think of your ribcage as a stationary collection of bones, cartilage, connective tissues but this whole entire area has surprising mobility. It needs to be flexible when you breathe. If you hold your ribcage stiffly up to increase your breathing capacity, you only end up tightening your upper chest and stomach. It will give you less space to breathe rather than more. This is what we call thoracic breathing. <laughs> Feel the mobility of your ribs as you breathe. Raise your ribs as you breathe in and lower them as you breathe out. Feel your whole rib cage expand outwards with a gentle movement. Include your back when your ribs connect to your spine in the action of breathing in and raising your ribcage. Your shoulders move a bit during the process, 
but don't deliberately raise your shoulders or allow them to stiffen. The most powerful part of the body, the diaphragm. Diaphragm is a powerful muscle, but it needs to be flexible when you speak. I have discussed this a zillion times. Picture a dog panting in hot weather. The fast in-breath and the out-breath are the same length and balance each other. Pant yourself. Start slowly and then speed up. At the same time, move your neck and your shoulders to make sure that you're free there. The more you pay attention to relaxing, the easier panting becomes. Continue for a few seconds, feeling your tummy wobble in and out as your diaphragm moves up and down. Your diaphragm tends to contract when you feel nervous. Unfortunately, this contraction may happen at the very same time that you want to speak and attempt to relax it. You end up with the diaphragm pulling in two directions simultaneously and as a result it gets stuck and can't move in any direction. If a diaphragm feels locked in place, cramped or just disconnected, take a few moments and think of the flexible movement of panting. That way you can stay connected to your lower body. Next comes the pelvis. Many people hold their pelvis tightly. It's not much in fashion to put a wiggle in your walk, but do that now. Walk up, down the room, let your pelvis swing from side to side in a swagger. Practice the pelvic swing as you walk along the pavement outside too. You can also stand on the spot and picture the pelvis as a bucket containing water, which you slosh around freely. When you come to rest, the water becomes still in the center of the bucket. Legs, knees, feet. Clamp legs, lock knees, create enormous tension throughout your whole body. Running up your spine and to your throat, it's a death to a good voice. Before you begin speaking, spare a moment for your knees, particularly if you feel nervous. Softening your knees is one of the most useful reminders you can give yourself when you speak in public. Your feet are a long way away from your voice box, but they are your foundation and they affect your balance. Stand with your feet facing forward a short distance apart. Feel your connection to the ground through your toes and heels and feel steady and balanced. I come back to your feet in the later section, standing steady and balanced. Now let's come relaxing around your vocal cords. Your whole body needs to be relaxed when you speak and every part is important. However, the parts in the vicinity of your vocal cords are especially significant because here the tiniest difference has a correspondingly large effect on the quality of your voice. And these parts, they tense up very easily. For these reasons, I devote the following sections specifically to the areas around your vocal folds. Let's come to your neck and throat. The vocal folds actually live in your throat inside the larynx. It's also called the voice box. Any tension in your throat makes your voice sound thin and dull. When your breathing is inadequate, perhaps when you're feeling anxious, Right before speaking, you may give your throat muscles too much to do and end up tensing them as you attempt to speak. Your words become trapped in your throat. This tension 
blocks the voice from resonating deeper into your chest and you lose your deeper sounds. Free your throat by doing all the following. Turn your head gently to the left, then to the right. Let your head drop down until your chin touches your chest and then roll your head gently from side to side. Feel the gentle mobility of your neck in all directions. Lift your head, feel your neck tall, free with an open passage through the throat. Do a quick tension check of your shoulders, jaw and tongue. Yes, your tongue needs to be feeling relaxed too. It's amazing what it can get up to. Your tongue, your lips, your mouth, your teeth. The palate, the upper palate, the lower palate, the back palate, the front teeth, everything has to feel relaxed. You have to feel that connection to your mouth. If you feel you're getting tense as you speak, gently move your head from side to side to avoid stiffening up. Now let's come to the head. Human beings have big heads. At least they have heavy heads. Your heavy weighs as much as a roost goose and you can also cause trouble if you jut it out forwards or pull it back. I became aware that my head is heavy through swimming. While swimming, whenever you drown, you go down vertically. Why? Because your head is heavy. Heavier than your body. When you come out, you come out in a horizontal position. The relationship between the spine and the head is crucial as it determines what happens to the rest of the body. The head wants to feel poised lightly on the top of the spine with an upward feel. The perfect position for your head is floating on the top of your spine like a ping pong ball caught in an upsurge of air. Of course, it can move easily in all directions as you can move your neck. If you're stiff in the neck and the head, you're likely to tighten your jaw and squeeze your voice. To get your head in a relaxed position, let it drop forward, lift it slowly, pay attention to the muscles of your neck as they pick up the weight of your head and uncurl one by one. After your head returns to the upright position, move it in all directions and break it in rest upright and balanced. You may want to keep your head still sometimes when you speak, but don't ever let it become fixed. After working with your head, focus on your face for a few moments. Relax all your facial muscles. Feel any tightness melt away. Imagine that your forehead is as smooth as velvet. Your eyes are as soft, your lips are so soft, your tongues are so relaxed. Let all the expression melt away. Next comes the most powerful mouth and jaw. The jaw is a strong strand and you can grip the sound like a voice. It's the custom in some cultures to move the jaw very little. The traditional Oxford English accent is sometimes a culprit here. Try locking your jaw, stiffening your lips. Put on a posh English accent. You immediately feel rather landed gentry, but your sound is almost tight and stripped of most of its expressiveness. If you lock your jaw, the sound is obstructed and the words can't escape. Lock jaw means lock throat, lock tongue, tension, too much and for anyone having to listen to you, they will feel the tension. For the free and clear voice, you want to be able to move your jaw freely. Imagine that you have certainly spotted something absurd and let your jaw drop in surprise. Just let your jaw muscles go and your lower teeth drop. Allow yourself to look a bit simple. Voice coaches will always suggest that you have an open mouth should be able to accommodate two fingers held vertically. But don't force the jaw open in order to achieve this. Notice instead that the back teeth separate when you open your mouth. 
By the way, your lower jaw should be doing all the moving. If you tighten the muscles around the base of your skull, lift your head up and open up the top lip, you don't achieve the right result. After opening your mouth, close it and chew around for a while. Place your fingers behind your ears where the jaw hinges and feel the movement. You may find as you move your jaw around that you want to yawn. Oh. That's a sign that you're relaxing the jaw beautifully. Before you speak, make sure that you're not clenching your jaw or grinding your teeth while your mouth is still closed. Feel your jaw released and hanging freely. Having the right posture is also extremely important. Standing steady and balanced. Were you ever told to sit up straight, stand up straight? When given this instruction, children often stick out their chest, draw in their stomachs. This action makes them ramrod stiff and they can't even continue breathing normally. <laughs> Good posture is certainly about standing tall, but also about standing relaxed. Uh, women used to wear these uh, dresses called corsets. They used to give them the right posture and the right belly. However, they had a lot of problem in breathing. <laughs> I saw that in the movie Titanic. Good posture is more of a settling in and a settling down, more about being than doing. Many people look in the mirror and they are not happy with what they see. Perhaps you notice that you're slouching and that your shoulders are wounded. Your bottom may stick out, your legs may be stiff or your knees may point inwards. You may find yourself issuing sharp mental instructions such as stop slouching or for goodness sake stand straight or stop staring at the ground. In response to your self-criticism, you may try to sort out particular bits of your posture. You tuck in your behind, you pull your shoulders back, you tighten your slack tummy. But your posture isn't improved by your modification, you just feel awkward and stiff. Rearranging your body from the outside bit by bit doesn't help. You need to sense good posture from within. Dr. Ida Rolf, who is a pioneer of this relaxation technique called Wolfing, speaks about disarming the body. Removing all the tension and stress of posing and pretense and relieving a sense of openness and relax optimism. If your body is all tensed and uneven, if you're leaning too much forward or too far back, you're tightening certain muscles to stay upright and the tightness inhibits the sound. You can demonstrate the effects of awkward posture for yourself, stand up straight, imposing with your shoulders back and stiff, military fashion. Say a sentence or two. If nothing comes to mind, try. Good afternoon everyone, I'm delighted to be with you today for a conference on cockscrews of the world. Now slump and give away, slouch your shoulders, blow out your lips, bend your knees, say the sentence again. How is that for you? In nearly all cases, people find that during the second time their voices are freer and more resonant and the whole task is much easier. You're giving your voice freedom to speak. <laughs> Standing in the right way encourages your body to relax, but only if you don't try too hard to stand up straight. Instead, think of standing balanced, which allows all your muscles to play their appropriate parts. Rediscovering your balance is extremely important. Of course, you can speak when you're standing up or sitting down, or even standing on your head. But the quality of your sound depends on balance in your body. Standing balance boosts your confidence too. Your body deep down already knows how to stand steady and balanced if you just relax and tune into it. Improving your way of standing and thus your voice is about removing inhibitions, undoing rather than adding something new. 
As a child, you knew how to stand. You probably didn't stand still much. But when you did, your spine was erect and long, your joints free, you effortlessly supported your large head on your little neck. Explore what your younger self has to show you about posture. Stand up. Imagine for a moment you are stepping back into the body of your three-year-old self again. What do you feel like? How your bones and muscles are feeling? How do you want to stand and move? How contented and optimistic do you feel? Try to choose a happy moment. Bring that information to the present and scan your body balance in the now. Do this exercise with bare feet or wearing flat shoes. Stand with the arms hanging by your sides. Look straight ahead. As you stand, become aware of your contact with the ground and feel the sense of comfort and ease in your body. Turn your awareness to your balance. Point your feet straight forward, about a foot apart. Soften your knees. As they soften, be aware that at the same time other parts of your settle and relax more without slumping. Stand tall. Relax. Sway just a little forward, backward. Find your relaxed point. Find your midpoint. You are neither leaning forward nor you are leaning back. Ideally, your hips are directly over your feet. You may find that you are not sure where your midpoint is. That is quite common. Many people are in the habit of standing unbalanced and have lost their true sense of equilibrium. Try placing your feet at different distances apart, almost at the body's width or so, to help establish a clearer sense of balance. Try standing in front of a mirror so that you have a visible image of balance to help you. While you're standing in a balanced position, breathe calmly. Feel the gentle rise and fall of your belly. With each breath, feel even more aware that you're balanced. Try to adopt a floating posture. What is that? When thinking about your posture, imagine that you're hanging from the sky rather than having to support the weight of your body. The feeling of lightness will give you a thought of naturally adjusting your body and balancing to the best posture for speaking. Your imagination often creates a better result than simply physical adjustment. In this following exercise, imagine you are a string puppet. Voice coach Kirsten Linklater, who studied at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art with influential voice expert Iris Warren, helps people become better speakers by encouraging them to create internal pictures that influence their physiology. It's a very powerful technique of NLP. The following practice is based on the method she presents in the book, Freeing the Natural Voice. Find your balance stance. Feel your feet in connection with the earth and sense your body rising from the ground. Pay attention to how each bone comfortably separates from the next. Your ankles, your knee joints, your shins, your thighs are all rising. Imagine your pelvic girdle rising from it, your hip joints, spine. Feel from the bottom upwards each vertebra of your back rising. Between your shoulder blades and up through your neck. Picture the bones of your neck rising up into the skull and the skull into the floating at the top like a balloon. As you imagine this, continue to feel your feet in contact with the floor. Allow everything to float upwards while your arms hang by your sides. Each bone hanging from the one above down to your wrist, bones of your hands, 
is also something that we do in the alexander method alexander technique i'll be discussing that in the upcoming episodes imagine that you have strings attached to your elbows with fingers like a puppet let the strings pull your elbows up high in the air then permit the strings attached to your wrist to pull up your wrist by higher still then strings attached to the tips of your fingers pull the fingers up higher still your whole body is held from above and hangs down let the strings go one by one and gently release your body gently release the strings holding your head and other body parts gently uncurl your spine again without tightening your stomach muscles stretch yawn shake out your body become aware of how you have the ability to soften all the parts of your body turn your awareness to the inside and melt away any tensions you may find in the next episodes in the upcoming episodes we will talk about how to go deeper into relaxation with the body and the mind we have connected the voice the breath the sounds the mouth the parts of the body from here we will go towards the mind and the soul and finding that relaxation there which will help us to feel the power of the voice and the power of communication thank you so much for listening see you in the next episode